0: Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And uh, if you're in Victoria like I am in Melbourne, uh, it's been really, really cold. So hopefully you're surviving. I think uh, they tell us on the news that I think it was the coldest day in 30 years or something over the weekend here in Melbourne. I know my to- toes actually feel it. Um, but yes, no, you're not going to get any sort of um, silly jokes around climate change um, or global warming from me today. But has uh, but in the stock market, been really interesting. We had a really nice bullish move on last week or the last few weeks. Our market's been up all year, so so from January right through to, to here now to being the end of June, it's it's been bullish. But the interesting thing, I don't know about you, but I'm really getting sick of all these people saying, "Hey, the market's overheating. It's too bullish. It's going to crash." You know, and you know, but, you know, last year there were all these doomsayers as well. It always seems to be all these doomsayers about. The market and, and in, in the US, it's one week, it's the market, the market's going to crash, the next Mark means the market's going bullish and I don't think they can ever really agree what's going on. But the interesting thing, you don't have to worry too much about it. But, you know, in Australia, we're getting some of the experts saying, hey, you know, interest rates have dropped, don't go out of you know interest you know, get into you know don't get into the stock market out of interest and you know if you're in a, in a bank turn deposit or you're in a bank account and you're getting less than the inflation rate in return on your income or your your cash why are you there? And really the only reason to keep money in cash or the only real reason to keep money in cash at the moment is for liquidity purpose that you need it to spend or have it available for you. But even then on the stock market, you know, you you can get your money in three days anyway. Yes, you are taking more risk by buying a stock, but you're not taking higher risk. But aren't you better off having a top, you know, 10 or 20 stock on the ISX Um, 200 and getting a better income yield from their dividends plus the the possibility of growth. I think that's a bit smarter. In in my mind, it's a hell of a lot smarter to me to do those sorts of things rather than, you know, keep your money sitting in the bank. Now, to me, it gets down to, are you confident about whether the market is going to move forward or whether the market is going to fall? uh, fall? Now, when you look at reality, and this is where it just kind of annoys me at some of the people in the industry saying hey, the market's you know overheated and it's going to crash, or we're going to pull back, or it's going to correct. And what's the difference between a pullback, a crash, and a correction? And most people wouldn't be able to tell you the answer to that. Um, actually, probably 98% of people wouldn't be able to tell you the answer to that. But you really don't need to know. And this is what I'll talk about in, uh, in my podcast today. But let's get to reality. The Australian All Ordinaries Index, or the S P Australian All Ordinaries Index, top 500 stocks on the Australian stock market, At its all-time high, I believe it was the 1st of November 2007. Yes, 1st of November 2007. That's when we had our all-time high. So currently, as I'm recording, we're not at a new all-time high. So we spent the longest time that I can find on my data... Um, going back to the not early 1900s that it's taken the longest time to get back up to make a new all-time high than it ever ever has so suggesting our market is running too fast or it's overheated i can't figure out how that comes into any play it just how can it be running too fast or overheated it's been plodding along and yes we've had a nice six months yes our market's been going up every day pretty much this whole year we're in the end of june and it's been uh, january to, right through to june has been bullish and we're up yes we are due for a bit of a pullback but what's a pullback is our market going to crash is our market going to correct and, and we'll talk about that as we go through this podcast but before i do that i need to really sort of give you an idea of really what a pullback or a crash or a correction actually is because we are continuing to hear these words regardless of whatever the direction of the market is now they say you know amateurs buy in uh, buy at the top and sell at the bottom and the professionals buy at the bottom and sell at the top And the interesting thing is that big end of town always trying to confuse mum and dad and get them to do the opposite uh, of what they're actually doing. So if they're telling you it's going to crash, they're probably out there buying. Uh, If they're telling you to go out and buy, they're probably selling. And that's sort of really what I'm talking about here. And I'm not having a go at the big end of town, but they're not there to make, they're there to make themselves money, more commissions and more uh, fees and charges and everything else. So they're looking after themselves first before they look after you. But what is a pullback or a crash? Well, you're looking at things where traditionally, if we look at what a a traditional market correction, a traditional market correction is really defined of a fall of at least 10% from a recent high. So whatever the most recent high is, a fall from that. So let's say the high from last week, if the market fell 10% from that, that's a correction. 10% is not much. We don't even set 10% as our stop loss on blue chip stocks. So a correction is absolutely nothing to worry about if our market's having a correction. Now traditionally, as I said, a correction is 10% from a recent high. Now a bear market comes into play when the market falls 20% from a recent high. So if you see a recent high uh, and the market falls away, 20% 20% then that's called a bear market and when we get into a crash and so a definition of a crash so a stock market crash is a fall of 25% from a high. Now the challenge you have as an investor is once the fall has been quantified or you can confirm that the fall has actually happened and they label it as a correction a crash or a pullback or whatever they've labeled it there's basically nothing you can do about it because it's already happened and hence the confusion for a lot of people that if uh, the uh, the media is calling oh we we're in a correction or we're having a crash or we're in a bear market it's already happened so what do you do the best thing is you know um, what do they say the five p preparation uh, prevents p uh, poor performance i won't say the middle word if you've heard that one before um, but planning is everything in terms of the stock market in preparation Is what you need to be doing with your portfolio. Do you need to follow the All Ordinaries Index to determine what to do with your portfolio? Absolutely, 100%. Not, you don't need to do that. Do you need to follow the US market to determine what you're doing with your personal stock portfolio? No, you don't. 100%. You don't. The thing is, um, uh, why I say that is because you will never, ever, ever get caught in a stock market crash or a bear market, if you use some rules and use some planning around that. When you read my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, it's your money, your choice. And for those of you who read my first book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, my bestseller book uh, way back, geez, before, I think it was, A 90, sorry, 2004, I think I brought it out, I think, uh, way before the GFC. But with Accelerate Your Wealth, I started the stock portfolio, that trading the top 20 stocks on the Australian market, january 2007 before the peak of the gfc and we made i think it was 122 percent on that portfolio in 10 years trading it and the reason being is because we had planning in that i use rules around the buying and selling of stocks if you have some rules around exiting now nobody's ever rung me in my whole career saying that they're worried about a stock that they own going up in price. They just don't worry about it. It's because they're making money. They may be trying to understand where it might go to in price, but they're not panicking. They're just going, well, is it going to go to 10? Is it going to go to 20? Is it going to go to 30? They're the sorts of questions. But I get calls and emails from people worrying about stocks that they own going down, which means we panic more than we're greedy. And so to me, the, the simple answer is to never, how to never, ever, ever, ever get caught in a crash or a bear market is to simply have an exit strategy. And this is what I teach in my book. If you have a stop loss or a trailing stop loss or an exit strategy that we teach in our courses and and very much so um, in our diploma course, but even in my book, I've had so many people who bought my first book that completely avoided the whole GFC where they, they, all their friends lost tens of thousands of dollars. They said, just by following your strategies, I saved a lot of money. Now, that's the point, is that you need to be prepared to exit. But you don't need to watch the All news Index, and you don't need to watch, as I said, the Dow and everything else. Keep it really, really simple. So once you understand what a pullback, a correction, and a crash is, well, now that you do understand it, you don't need to panic because I believe our market will have a poor back probably into July and then we'll keep going on um, to make a new all-time high again whether we make one June or in the next week or two it's you know if it's best case scenario we will but we may not but I believe we'll make a new all-time high very soon and we'll make it this year but we'll have a pullback probably in July and it probably will be in the order of eight to 12 percent around that 10 percent it'll be in that order it might be one or two or three weeks down uh, in that order and then it'll be bullish again so there's no need to panic when it starts to fall away you just prepare for it and you can then choose to determine whether you keep the stocks you own or whether you exit them to protect capital and it depends on the stock themselves but just because the market might fall 10% your stocks might fall 30% or they might fall 3 or they might even go up and this is really why we have rules around stocks and not around the market itself So always look, if you own BHP or Rio or West Farmers or CSL or Cochlear, those sorts of stocks, they could be going up while the market's going down. And that's why you put the rules on the stocks you own and not worry about what your portfolio is going and start selling because people are telling you the market is bearish or is going to crash. So uh, always keep things, look at the bigger picture, but when you're looking at your portfolio, keep it simple. That's really what I'm suggesting. Keep it simple. So you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. I wish you good luck, good trading. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.